My name is Laura St. Pierre, and I'm a product manager for Xylem Analytics Process Instrumentation Product Line. Thank you for joining our presentation today. Today I'm going to review the new YSI 3017M Continuous Chlorine Analyzer. The 1317M uses the proven DPD colorimetric method for continuously measuring free or total chlorine depending on the reagent that you're using. The method is EPA approved for compliance reporting in both wastewater and drinking water. The 3017M can be installed in drinking water treatment facilities to help control chlorination. It can also be installed at the, out in the distribution network to monitor residual chlorine levels. In wastewater facilities, the 3017M can be used in the final effluent to monitor and control disinfection dechlorination, and for reporting purposes. The 3017M can be networked to a facility's SCADA system via 4 to 20 milliamp outputs, Modbus RS-485, or YSI's IQ SensorNet system. This provides accurate measurements to help with process control, optimization, and alarming. This slide provides an overview of the DPD colorimetric method, which determines free or total chlorine, depending on the reagent. Both free and total chlorine measurements use two reagents, a buffer reagent and an indicator reagent. The buffer reagent adjusts the sample's pH if necessary, so the colorimetric analysis can take place. The indicator reagent reacts with free radical chlorine and chloramines, depending on what you're measuring, to create a pink or magenta color. The intensity of the color is directly proportional to the amount of chlorine in the sample. The 3017M uses flow injection analysis technique, flow injection analysis technique, to make the reagents, uh, to mix the reagents and sample. After that mixing via flow injection analysis, the 3017M's photometer measures the sample's color at a wavelength around 525 nanometers. The analyzer then reports out in a concentration of milligram per liter or parts per million, depending on what you select in the user interface. The flow injection design of the 3017M continuously delivers sample to the analyzer and mixes it with a reagent. This minimizes maintenance requirement since the continuous sample helps keep the analyzer clean and really inhibit it, inhibits DPD staining that can, that can happen in other DPD analyzers. And because of this flow injection design, uh, we're reducing maintenance because there are no additional moving parts associated with mixing the reagent uh, that can wear out over time. Another common technology for monitoring total or free chlorine is with an ampiometric sensor. An ampiometric sensor is similar to a Clark dissolved oxygen electrode in that it is electrode-based with two electrodes of dissimilar material. The dissimilar material generates a voltage, and a change in voltage coming back from the sensor is proportional to the amount of chlorine in the water. There are some advantages to each technology, whether using DPD or ampiometric, that I would like to review. 
First, the 3017M does not require user calibration. While amphiometric sensors require regular calibration, sometimes even weekly, depending on the application. Another advantage is the DPD method is not affected by changes in pH, chlorine concentration, temperature, pressure, or flow of the sample. Amphiometric sensors, on the other hand, can't maintain accurate chlorine readings, chlorine measurements, if the sample's pH, temperature, flow, and pressure are not maintained consistently. In addition, it cannot measure accurately if the chlorine concentration changes by more than 20%. So DPD is better in changing environments where the sample is changing, uh, both in temperature, pH, chlorine concentration, pressure, and flow you'll get more accurate, reliable readings with a DPD analyzer over an ampliometric. Next, the 3017M analyzer has a more predictable maintenance schedule, requ requiring reagents to be replaced every 30 days and tubing every six months. Ampliometric sensors, depending on the application, can foul and require more regular cleaning cycles. A disadvantage of the DPD method is that it does use reagents, and those reagents do need to be changed regularly. However, the consumables for the electrode method may be higher due to the cost of electrode and membrane replacement. Here is an overview of the main components of the 3017M. It is a fairly simple analyzer with only six main components. The 3017M has onboard display that is backlit and visible through the door. With its onboard display and keypad, plus built-in communication protocols, you can operate the 3017M as a standalone analyzer without an additional controller. Next is the peristaltic pump that continuously runs while the analyzer is in operation. This peristaltic pump is continuously delivering sample, which, which, uh, which is what uh, fosters that flow injection analysis. The reagent pump is also a peristaltic pump, that but that only runs during a measurement cycle, when a measurement is taking place. The measuring cell is where flow injection analysis happens and where the optical measurement is taken. Then the terminal block is where power and communications are connected. And finally, in the lower right, that is where the indicator and buffer reagents are housed. Here is an overview of some of the primary specifications for the 3017M. You can see it's very accurate, especially at low concentrations. It's accurate to plus or minus 0.03 milligrams per liter. We have several communication options. Uh, the measurement interval ranges from two and a half minutes uh, to 60 minutes. It's user selectable. Um, and it comes with a two-year warranty to protect your investment. Here are the many advantages of using a 3017M DPD analyzer. First, it uses the EPA-approved proven DPD method, which provides accurate, reliable measurements for monitoring and control. Next, the 3017M is low maintenance. The flow injection analysis does, does not use moving parts to mix a sample, indicator, and buffer, making the 3017M less susceptible to hardware malfunctions that would result in downtime. In addition, the continuous flow of the sample, again, helps that analyzer stay clean for longer periods of time. So you only need to service the analyzer every 30 days to change the reagents, and once every six months to replace the tubing. With the 3017M's design, there are no additional moving parts that require regular replacement. In fact, 
Extensive field testing and drinking water applications has shown that the 3017M can run up to 42 days on one set of reagents with a two and a half minute measuring interval. However, we still recommend changing the reagents every 30 days based on the shelf life of the reagent and fluctuating varying temperatures. Extensive field testing has also shown that the analyzer can run accurately in clean drinking water applications without cleaning, without a manual cleaning for over six months. The analyzer does come factory calibrated, so when you perform your monthly maintenance, user calibration is not required. Here is a six-month data graph showing side-by-side -side measurements with the 3017M and another uh, DPD analyzer that's available. The two units track really well over this long-term six-month study, and you can see that, uh, well, that's probably hard to see, but you can tell that it tracked really well over this six-month period, picking up the same spikes and dips along the time period. And uh, when looking at the numbers, the, uh, all of the readings were within 0 0.035 milligram per liter milligram per liter of each other or plus or minus 5%. So the two units show, uh, the units showed uh, highly accurate, stable readings over a long period of time. Here is a sample inlet device that helps to ensure there is a constant flow of sample to the 3017M. It is rated to receive pressure up to 20 PSI. If the sample taps pressure exceeds 20 PSI, we recommend installing a ball valve to help control the pressure. This device, uh, this, this sample inlet device also comes with a 60 micron filter to attach to the end of the sample intake tube. This helps filter out any suspended solids that could interfere with the 3017M's measurement. The sample inlet device should be mounted within three feet of the analyzer. All right, so uh, I wanted to run through some frequently asked questions that we get. Now, we have an extensive FAQ document with about 15 questions. Uh, so today, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to review Laura's top five. Um, first, how long can the 3017M uh, run unattended? Well, the 3017M will operate for at least 30 days, and in some cases, as long as 40 days, depending on uh, the temperature of where it's, uh, the analyzer is installed. Next question, uh, what is the monthly maintenance requirement for the 3017M? The 3017M requires a monthly reagent exchange that takes approximately 10 to 15 minutes to perform, or less, to be honest. And then uh, the monthly consumable cost for these reagents is about $60. Does the 3017M require calibration? If so, what is the calibration procedure? Well, the short answer is no. The 3017M is factory calibrated and does not need to be recalibrated unless required by your regulatory agency. If calibration is required, the 3017M is calibrated by a reference measurement taken from a handheld DPD colorimeter or lab measurement. When a calibration is performed, it is so important to make sure that a representative grab sample is taken for the reference measurement. After the re reference measurement is complete, the calibration value is entered into the calibration settings of the 3017M. The simple as that. Next question, is the 3017M NSF61 certified? The answer is no, it doesn't have to be. 
because the YSI 3017M chlorine DPD analyzer, like all online chlorine DPD analyzers, is a side stream analyzer, meaning the analyzer does not perform the measurement directly in the process. Instead, sample is piped out of the process and sent to the analyzer. The analyzer adds chemical, adds reagent to the sample, measures the water side stream, and then the sample is wasted to a drain. Therefore, the 3017M does not come into direct contact with finished potable water and therefore does not need to be NSF 61 certified. The next question, is the 3017M EPA compliant? Yes, the 3017M is compliant with US EPA regulations 40 CFR 141.74 for drinking water and 136.3 for wastewater. The 3017M measurement method conforms with standard methods 4500, EPA method 334, and ISO method 7393. Well, that brings us to the end of today's presentation. Here are just some images of those more extensive frequently asked document, uh, frequently asked questions that we have and, and other information we have about the 3017M on our website. So please visit uh, the 3017M webpage for more information or contact us with additional questions. Thanks.